Yo, yo, yo. Yo. So, pretty much, uh, Hunter and myself have been talking and is uh, a little bit different from our norm. Uh, it's more geared towards, uh, you know, the effects of CTE, concussions, uh, mental health in, in men, and kind of just like the different sides of, um, you know, of a, something that our family is dealing with, you know, due to, you know, us playing, you know, contact sports, you know, football and boxing and stuff growing up, uh, you know, since we were kids, you know what I mean? And now, obviously, I'm about to be 30. Hunter is, you know, in his mid-20s, still playing professional ball. And, uh, you know, our younger brother, Stone, is 22, and he's a football coach. So um, we kind of touched on something, and uh, we sat on this episode for about a week before we decided if we were going to put it out or not. Cause it's something that's pretty personal to us, you know, pretty personal to our family. Um, and it's, it's something that we don't often talk about and, you know, um, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, our younger brother, uh, but, you know, with his permission and, you know, Hunter and myself thinking about it for a while, um, you know, we decided that, uh, you know, it's something that needs to get put out. So, you know, this, this episode is a little bit different, a lot of it different from anything that we've done in the past, but we just wanted you know, to put these things out there, because I think that when it comes to concussions, when it comes to CTE, when it comes to TBIs, um, I think that it's like an an invisible injury that you sustain, you know, uh, you know, whether you're in the military or whether you get it from sports, like, you know, football, uh, boxing, you know, things like that. And uh, it's something to really consider when, you know, putting your your kids into, you know, a contact sport or, or even yourself participating. So, you know, um, we hope you guys enjoy it. Obviously, it's different than our, our typical weekly episode, you know, where we're busting balls and current events and taking, you know, listener submissions. Um, but, yeah, on this one, you know, uh, Hunter doesn't say too much, you know, because he, you know, it's it's something that's hard for us to deal with. And then on the episode, you can hear me, you know, choking up and shit, you know, because, you know, it's, it's my it's our it's our little brother. You know what I mean, and, and it's stuff that he's dealing with, and it's, you know, on a on a very intense scale you know i i deal with similar things on a, on a very minor scale so does hunter um you know and it's it's not bad for us like that you know but for our brother you know he, he definitely deals with a lot of hurdles um you know with his his changes in career due to sports you, you'll get it you know in the episode but uh we just want to give you like a, a brief you know disclaimer before you listen to the episode if you're looking for something you know funny and you want to laugh your ass off on your way to work this is probably not it. You know what I mean? This is more personal, but we wanted to uh, to share this with you guys. You know, Hunter, you got anything? And yeah, I just, you know, I thought this was very, you know, a good message, a very important message to get out there because you don't hear about this stuff with, you know, other dudes in professional sports like the NFL. You'll see guys come out when their careers are over in their 40s and shit. But, you know, right. this is a person who's 22 years old and, right. you know, experiencing this stuff without, that's just from high school football. He never even got the chance to play a college snap in a game. So like we're just, you know, putting out there the awareness and just showing like that this shit is real and it can happen to clearly someone as uh, young as 22, obviously, you know, that's my brother. And, you know, I just see the difficulties go with, and I just think this is an important message to get out there and, you know, people to hear his story and, you know, to relate to it. So that's all I got. Right. So you, you want to get into the episode? Yeah, but let's get into it. It's- to briefly, and I, I might be leaving things out, because fucking he's he's accomplished a fucking a ton um at a very young age he he i mean less fuck less than six months ago yeah less than six months ago turned 22 so he's done all this basically by the age of 21 you know but fucking our, our brother was you know he was a, a youth football national champion he was an undefeated junior olympic champion uh in boxing 
in high school, he was USA Today top 25, uh, three-time all-conference, all-state, uh, you know, went to college, fucking played. He'll tell you, you know, what happened from that point. Then he became, you know, a student assistant coach uh, on the college level. Fucking ended up going to Milton High School, helped out coaching there, doing their 7-on-7, their skill positions. Then he fucking went out to, for free, be a fucking uh, uh, cameraman for the Idaho Horseman Arena team. Ended up becoming their full-time defensive coordinator. And, you know, still now at, at 22, he's, you know, one step down from being the defensive coordinator of a high school team. So it's like, obviously, the trajectory is fucking crazy. Like, the resume is crazy. You know, coaches, you know, at the highest level don't have this resume by 22. So not only did he accomplish all these things, but it's like when you hear the stories of people where, like, shit was stacked up against them, like, legitimately, his entire life, you know, has set out to be, you know, a student athlete, uh, you know, a professional athlete, like literally his every waking moment, basically from the time he could walk was to play sports. Right. And things happened that he touched on um, the beginning of it in the last episode where obviously that was, was no longer possible. Right. If you were to continue on that path, like 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 death, uh, a coma, fucking paralyzed. Uh, you, I mean, anything like that could have, could have happened had he continued, um, you know, to play football. But he, uh, you know, he has a, a wild fucking unbelievable story where he, he took all of that shit that was handed to him, like handfuls of fucking shit where all that shit was stripped away from him that he worked his whole life at. And now he took it and literally turned it into what I definitely foresee as being a fucking super successful coaching career. Um, and, and in my opinion, uh, you know, it's going to reach for sure the highest level. Um, yeah, let me fucking again you know Hunter's on the line um, and fucking, you know, let me introduce our, our younger brother, Stone, fucking. Uh, yes, yeah, Stone, you want to fucking kind of pick up where I left off? Um, what do you want me to just kind of get right into it? Yeah, dude, send it, man. Fucking, uh, you know, we kind of just, you know how it is, dude. We kind of just treat it like a conversation, bro. Like fucking, you know, people are listening. I mean, uh, so, it, I mean, obviously, if you're the dedicated listeners, you would listen to the end of the last podcast that you know that I was on. Um, <clears throat> pretty much I started to talk about how, what happened the last high school game that I played dealing with basically getting like two concussions in one game. Um, first half, second half, get knocked out, like all that other stuff. <clears throat> um, so what I was basically talking about was after that high school game, I kind of thought mentally in my mind, like, you know, I don't know if I could take another hit again. Like, I was, I remember sitting in my head, I'm like, as bad as I want to play, like, you know what I'm saying? I still had that drive to want to play, but in the back of my mind, like, I had this thought of, like, I don't think I could take a hit again. And I remember um, it, it was the day after the game, and Springfield came in, and I was talking to them, and, like, I remember I'm just sitting there, my head's booming, and I was telling them about how last podcast, too, like, it was kind of like, you're walking around, every step you take, it was like your brain was just rattling around and it was kind of like a really like weird feeling like it's kind of like something that you can't even describe and it was like I'd get dizzy all the time lightheaded couldn't see shit a lot of times and like you know it was, it was like a really hard time for me um and I finally fully I think I fully recovered from it a month before like I went into my freshman year of college um 
So I get there my freshman year, and I remember I got in there and I look on the depth chart, and I was it was me and someone else at the two for the position that I was at. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a freshman, and they already got me splitting out of two. So I'm like, this is huge. So, like, I remember I went in there, and, like, I'm trying to work as hard as I can and, like, all this other shit. And we get, like, the first day of pads. And, like, I I went through it the first day, and, like, I felt okay after. Like, I was straight. Um, And then I think it was, like, the second or third day that we had pads. We were in, like, a drill where we were just doing, like, where you were just like fitting up and it was like half speed. Right. And kid came in and he fitted up and tackled me and like, bro, he hit me. And like the best way I could describe it was, is is like, you know, when you, you would probably know, like when a flashbang gets thrown, like, the best way I could describe it for other people would be like when you're playing call of duty and like you get hit with a flashbang and everything just goes white. And like, you feel like you're like, stuck right where you're standing and like your ears are ringing like so fucking hard like i remember i'm sitting there i'm like literally saw white for like five seconds snapped out of it and i had that same feeling again where like my head felt like it was loose and i remember i was trying to finish 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 and i remember i walked up to hunter and i'm like bro i'm fucked up so i remember after that i remember after that practice I was walking out of the locker room and I remember like I just started crying, but I didn't know why I was crying. Right. Like there was just tears running down my face for no reason. And that and, that's what I wanted to, to touch on real quick. So I, I really don't want to interrupt. I just want to like give give people perspective. Right. So Hunter and myself, we joke about concussions on here all the time. Right. So those of you who've had it or you sustain multiple within like a short span of time, it, it does a lot of things to you. Right. But now imagine a concussion that me and Hunter talk about and joke about with the memory loss and like your impaired judgment and like impulse control issues that you get from a concussion. Now imagine um, sustaining like essentially what what will be a TBI, like a traumatic brain injury when, when you have what's called like double impact syndrome or things like that, like CT and shit, like which Stone's experienced, like it's not just the on the field issues, right? It's things that you carry with you um, they don't go away for life and they gradually get worse. And eventually like they, they, they progress year by year. And eventually because there's really no treatment, there's to like, there's no cure. There's just ways to, I guess, I guess you can treat it, but there's no cure. That's, that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. And, and you get so many different issues and I'm glad stone started to touch on them because people think of like, okay, oh, you know, he can't, he can't play ball. And that, that's sad. But no, like the things that you carry from these types of, of legitimate brain injuries, like concussions or brain injuries. And then when you have them as big as Stone has had in, in the amount of you, you get issues with, you know, your memory loss, confusion, uh, your, your judgment is impaired. Like at any time, it, 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 it'll just spark up whenever the fuck it feels like it. Your impulse control fucking sometimes will be there and then sometimes it won't. You're fucking... You can be super aggressive some days. You can be super depressed some days. Your anxiety is fucking is something that that will come and go and like be triggered by like the smallest shit. Um, you know, you're you're like suicidal thoughts, things like that. Your depression, things like that. They they fucking do come and go with whenever they feel like it. it there, there's there's still so much research that hasn't been done on it, 
but it's like the research they have done on it, like they all are conclusive and showing the same things. And it's like they it progresses year by year. So even if Stone doesn't get another concussion for the rest of his life, like the probability of him having um, Parkinson's or dementia or anything like that is significantly higher than the rest of the population. And it's like, it, he, he definitely has to carry this day by day. And, you know, one minute he could be driving and the next minute he could feel like he's completely drunk out of his mind. And it's like completely out of his control. You know what I'm saying? So these are the things that like he's dealing with off the field as well. Now imagine trying to accomplish a job at a high level on the field. So my bad, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take it back stone. I just wanted people to understand kind of. No, like you're good. <clears throat> so no, nah, so pretty much was, is I just remember I was coming out of, I was coming out of the locker room. Like I just started crying, but I had like, no, like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I started walking and then like, I got like all sad about like, just like, thinking in my head like this is it like I'm not gonna play anymore like all this other stuff so I remember I was standing outside the wrestling room at Springfield and like for you for like the guys who go to Springfield you know like you walk up the wrestling room that hallway whatever so I'm sitting in that hallway and um, I remember I called my dad and I'm like crying to him and I'm like I don't know what's going on I'm like but I'm fucked up and I'm like I don't even know if I could play like all this other stuff and he's like what's going on and I'm like I was in a half speed drill and I got hit and like, I'm fucked up right now. I'm like, I don't think I can play anymore. So he was like, take a deep breath. He was like, just go like talk to the coach, blah, 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 whatever. So I remember I walked into the head coach's office and like, I start bawling my eyes out. And like, I remember I was like to him, I was like, I don't, I, I like, I don't know how to say this, but like, I don't know if I could play anymore. And like, I started to, like, talk to him and, like, all this other shit. And, like, he was really supportive. And, like, he was kind of just, like, talking to me and, like, just telling me, like, hey, you know, like, you never know. Like, let's get you checked out. And he was like, if you have to take the season off, you do. And he was like, let's just make sure everything's okay. So I remember he walked me down to the athletic training um, room. And, like, they put me through all these tests and this and that. And, like, pretty much, like, after that, like, I was ruled out for the season um, Mm -hmm. for my freshman year. So then I met with a neurologist right after that. And like, he gave me like an impact test and like all this other shit. And like, honestly, bro, realistically impact tests are bullshit, but that's another topic. But so he gives me, he gives me an impact test. And like, from the first time I took an impact test to like the, to like the hundred times that I took it while being in the neurology office, like my memory went from like an 80, 90%, whatever down to sustaining to like six anywhere from 60 to 65 percent my memory was and for for those of you who don't know like what what he's talking about pretty much it's like with a concussion it's it's different than anything else right you you can't really grade a concussion even though they try right they they, it's graded based off of this test that asks you like perspective questions and you can answer it any which way like and there's ultimately a score at the end but it's it, he'll get in. He, he doesn't have to get into it, but he's right. A lot of the, the, the concussion testing is bullshit. It's not like even with an MRI or a CAT scan or all these things that people recommend, it's like you can't see a brain injury as clearly as you could see a broken bone. And it's like, it's like you can't see depression. Somebody who has depression, you can't see bipolar. You can't see all these things. And the, the crazy thing about the brain is that it, it's literally run off of electricity and like anyone ever knows uh, in their house, if you grew up like where we grew up and you turn on like three or four switches, like, it, you know, you got like the living room light on and the kitchen light on. And then all of a sudden you turn the hallway light on everything like dims real quick. 
you you can't predict when um you know one of these different symptoms that comes with these concussions and this this the you know chronic trauma to your brain like you you can't predict when it's gonna essentially flare up or be activated so so that's kind of what stone's like speaking on and, and the tests are bullshit so i, I definitely fucking agree with him 100 percent. my bad Stone. it's all you um, no nah, but you're good but um so then pretty much after that what happened was is like i met with him and he was like yeah he was like you know there's like significant differences and like your tests and he's like i'm giving you like the basic eyes like that and he was like basically saying how like there's like twitch and like all like in the eye like all this like weird shit you know what i'm saying just like a lot mm-hmm. of shit um so you know like it became a lot for me to think about and like he met with me probably like a couple months after that and he was like so like have you made a decision and i'm like i'm gonna go try to play again and like but when before i made that decision like i was battling through a lot of shit because it was like you know the um you might know what it is you know how you do like the the concussion the little concussion test with your eyes and like you have the pencil and you go really close and then you go mm-hmm. back and left and right and all that other stuff right so like i so like you would have to i would have to stop the pencil when i saw it when i saw a double of the pencil right mm-hmm. so now imagine my arm is straight out in front of me and i bend it in probably like a couple inches and i'm seeing double mm-hmm. of that pencil and like i remember like the athletic that like are you sure i'm like literally right here so like it took me even months to get my vision all back and everything so i finally got back i finally felt like and shit like that and um so what happened was is like actually you know what bro like i'm skipping out on shit like i'm not trying to say i'm skipping out on a lot of shit to be honest with you bro to be honest with you bro like after my freshman year when i had to go through all that other stuff like i didn't give a like i'm gonna be straight up with you bro like i'm i'm you could cut that whole part. I'm done beating around the bush, bro. I'm going to be dead serious. After I got my concussion my freshman year, bro, I literally said to myself, I said, fuck football. I said, fuck school. And I said, fuck everything else, right? Like, I remember I said that to myself specifically. Last every single day, I remember I wasn't showing up. I wasn't doing my homework. I wasn't doing none of that shit, bro. Like, I'm talking in, like in, after, in, after, in, after I, I, got, I, I I definitely don't want to cut you. I'm sorry, but but people people who don't know Stone like extremely like so out of character, right? And, and and it's literally one of the symptoms of having you know CTE or a TBI. So for me to even hear this, like I'm not even gonna lie, like I'm getting like choked up because it's like that's never been him. Like me and Hunter, we fucked off. Like I, I will be the first one to tell you that me and Hunter did not apply ourselves in in any kind of way, but Stone always did. So it's like. To hear, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is crazy. You know what I mean? And I, so, literally, bro, I wasn't showing up to class. I wasn't doing my work. I wasn't doing all this shit. Like, I remember, like, even, like, we'd have study halls and shit for football. And I would go in there and I'd just bullshit around and I'd do a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I was saying to myself, like, I'm like, if I don't got football, then what am I really doing? And, like, honestly, before that, too, like, with high school and schoolwork and shit like that, bro. I thought I was way too cool to do schoolwork even back then too. Right. So like, I never put myself like, yeah, like I was, yeah. Like I would always try to do the right thing, but like, you know what I'm saying? When it came to school, like I never did the right thing. And like, I like, and like when I was in high school, bro, like I bullshit, I thought I was way too cool for this shit. So I never learned how to like study and do all these sort of things. So I'm like, bro, fuck school. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm struggling with this. Like, what do I need to, why do I need to learn algebra while I'm in college? And like, I'm thinking about like all this other shit. So I'm like, bro, I'm like, 
if I can't play football, then bro, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not staying here. So I remember a couple months down the road, like I was trying, like there was coaches reaching out to me, trying, strength conditioning coach was trying to reach out help me out i'm ignoring all these people bro i'm keeping i'm leaving people on red like i'm i'm not answering phone calls like all this other shit so i remember um one day i had a coach and he was like come down to my office and i walk into the office and it's him the offensive coordinator who recruited me and hunter all sitting in the office and i remember they sat me down and they were like what's going on with you like we could tell something's wrong blah 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 all this other shit in the back of my mind i'm thinking depressed as fuck i don't want to be here like i hate my life i hate ball i hate school and i hate everybody who's just trying to like rejecting anything that would help you know what i'm saying like right, if you right. came up to me if if you were my boy and you came up to me like, hey, bro, like, you should start doing your schoolwork, blah, 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 dude, this not up. Like, honestly, like, like, don't say that shit to me, like, all this other shit, like, and, like, I was, like, when you think back on it, like, I was so stupid, and, like, it's not that long ago, bro, but I was stupid, and it's, like, he called, he pulled, he pulled me into his office, like, yeah, like, what's wrong with you, like, you keep rejecting our help, like, you keep rejecting our help, then, like, we're gonna have to tell you to just step away from the program, for you to figure shit out so like tell us what's going on and like i basically told him like kind of like don't really act don't like worry about what's going on like i'll figure it out myself type shit mm -hmm. and i was i was kicked off the team for like two and a half months and i remember i was sitting in my dorm room bro and i'm and i'm watching these dudes walking out of my dorm room who i knew i was a hundred times better than just going to lift and like doing shit that i couldn't do and I remember I'm sitting there, bro. I'm like, bro, you got me fucked up. If you think I'm just going to sit here and, 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 like, allow myself to just sit in this room and fucking watch dudes do that shit. So I remember I would start going to the wellness center and, like, you know, by myself. And I'll never forget this. And I'm not saying names, but there was coaches at that school who would walk who would walk in the weight room and be working out at the same time I did and would ignore me and act like I wasn't there. And during that time period, there was coaches who I would walk by on campus who I would say hello to or, like, say what's up to, and they would put their head down and ignore me like they didn't see me, right? So, like, that's also, like, during that time, too. So that's why I was pissed off, right? But right. seeing these dudes who I knew I was 100 times lift going to spring ball, doing the shit that I couldn't do. I'm like, bro, who the fuck? Like, why? Like, no. So, like, I remember I stepped my shit up, right? I got back on the team, and we started spring ball. I started spring ball, and I was fourth on the depth chart at my position. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, bro, there is not even four <laughs> people on this team better than me, right? <laughs> right and I'm, right. I'm like, I'm talking about all 100 and whoever people on this roster. I'm like, there's not even one better than me I'm thinking about. I was head. on the roster. But no, but, but <laughs> – but that's just how I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? Yo, so like, and, and I'm to, like, get, to add to you real quick against on I just just so I can, you know, keep everybody level on the story. It's like so the the depression that comes with like the you know, with any kind of a brain injury, it gets often disguised as something, right? So you can't pinpoint why you're feeling the way you're feeling, right? So your automatic like go to is you're like, Oh, it's because I I don't have ball anymore, or, oh, because there's people ahead of me or you know, like you'll, you'll find whatever reason seems to fit. And then you'll, you'll make that your reasoning when 
it, it, at the end of it, it's not like you're, you're feeling these ways and it's completely out of your control, right? That's the way your brain's chemistry is working because you essentially got hit so hard. The connective tissue got so loose around your brain that now like the wiring literally got knocked out of place. So now fucking stone explaining, you know, why he, he was curving these people, leaving people on red and then why he like, you know, eventually was able to take that energy and gear it into, you know, trying to, to, to climb the depth chart where he's at fourth when he came in as a freshman at, as a two. So it's like, it's easy to try to make sense of the situation by, you know, finding something that fits your narrative. Right. But, but essentially it's like, what, what's happening is, is he has no control over it. Right. The reason why he's feeling the way he's feeling, he, there's, there's actually no reason why other than your, your brain got fucked up. Like that's literally it. But you, you know, it's, it's impossible for him to pinpoint where the fuck it comes from. But you'll see in fighters and fucking football players, you'll see in a lot of contact athletes and shit that they have, you know, uh, uh, soldiers even, you know, that fucking been blown up and shit. They have this depression that they will scapegoat in, in a lack of better terms for something else. Right. And they'll they'll say, this is why I feel this way, because it doesn't make any sense why they why they feel this way. They don't have any reason to be sad or not to answer phone calls for people trying to help. You know, it's just completely out of control. So, uh, you know, back to you, Stone, my bad, Doug. Uh, but uh but then it's like <clears throat> so it's like I remember I'm sitting there I'm like bro like me as a four I'm like this isn't happening right <laughs> so I remember day one so day one I come in there I, I I work my ass off whatever I come in day two check the depth chart four I'm like bro what I'm a four again I'm thinking in my head so I go to I go to practice work my ass off boom day three look at the board I'm a four I'm like bro this is day three. Like, 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 but, what, but what, dude, like, there's to, only like, to, how many days were there in spring ball? <clears throat> not much. Not like, like three weeks. Yeah. Three, probably like three to, weeks. To piggyback on you too. Right. And, and that, this is for anyone that is dealing with somebody who, who has heading this shit going on. Right. So it's like, in a way, my perspective on how I'm here in Stone's story is his coaches were kind of like paying him back for, maybe him them feeling like he was being a dick right during this time where you know he was cut from the team for a certain amount of time shit like that so now you're you're basically fucking getting back at this at, at stone let's say right but in but i'm reality, glad but i'm glad that they i'm glad that they had me like really put me i'm glad they put me at the bottom of the barrel though and no like, i i agree i agree yeah but and like but, but the thing yeah. is not not to cut just real quick I, and i'll give it i promise i'll give you the mic right back i promise no you're but good then, the thing is, like, if you are, um, like, the spouse of, like, let's say a soldier who has a fucking uh, a TTE or a, had a TBI, or you are a, a coach or a brother or a friend of somebody who has had this, or somebody who was a fighter for a long time and, and has had multiple concussions or, you know, similar shit to, like, like Stone had with, with football, and, and it's, like, a lot of times you'll, you'll come at them and, like, blame them for the way that they're acting when it's legitimately and i fucking mean this because i've gone through it hunter's gone through it stone is clearly going to be going through it for literally the next 50 years it's completely out of your control so it's like if you think that like you know person's being impulsive or being a fucking asshole or being standoffish or being depressed out of nowhere or having these fluctuating mood swings it's literally a symptom of fucking of prolonged concussions it 100 so it's like I see it a lot, like where fucking soldiers' wives will fucking blast, you know, their soldier or whatever who just got, you know, their husband and he just got, you know, fucked up and fell off the back of a fucking striker or something. Or, you know, fighters will have mad beef with like their wives and shit or their girl or, 
you know, coaches will fucking, you know, blame you, you know, because they think you're being a fucking asshole when in reality, like, it sounds to me like Stone really didn't have control over that shit because I, I know firsthand how that shit feels to be like randomly impulsive and randomly sad and then randomly happy and then randomly tired. You're like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Am, am I right, Stone? It's like fucking. Nah, that's a fa- that's 100%. You legitimately, fact. when you had prolonged concussions and shit that have happened so many times, especially like the big ones and stuff, you, you don't have control over it you could be mad lethargic one minute and you're fucking the most wired up person the next minute then you're a fucking asshole then you don't want to talk to anybody and it's like it's it's you bring up a really good point too that i'm definitely going to get into later about that too as well right um yeah my bad bro fucking no but you're good so i get there and i'm and it's day three and i'm a four and i'm like i'm mad bro like i'm mad like I'm talking to the point where it was like I would do anything to get I'd do anything to get moved up to that chart. Like I'm talking, mm-hmm. bro. Like, like if like if coach showed me like like go fucking fight all three of the dudes that are ahead of you on that depth chart at the same time in an elevator, I'm doing it, and I'm coming out winning with all three of them on the floor. Like that's how serious like I was. Like like I would do anything to get that job, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember day four. No, it was day th- after day three of practice, I went to the coach's office and I met with uh, my positional coach. And I was like, coach, what am I doing wrong? Like, like, what am I not doing to get moved up? And he was like, oh, well, you know, like, you just got to keep doing what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you're just you're you're, you're working hard. And he was kind of giving me like a like a like a like a whatever, you a know, company. at first. And I'm like. I'm like to him, bro. I was like, bro, listen, I'll do anything to get this starting spot. Like, bro, like literally anything. Like, and he's like, kind of like looking at me, like, all right, like, kind of like chill out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you look like you're about to like kill somebody. So then I got up, and then um, I'm leaving and shit. And then my head coach was like, came up to me. My head coach was like, hey, trust me, just keep doing what you're doing. So I'm like, all right. I go into practice the next day. It had my name at the one spot, splitting with the ones. And I'm like, bro, I swear to God, like, I was never so excited in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, like, I remember I was walking on that practice field with the biggest smile on my face. And um, the kid, so me and the the kid who are initially splitting reps at this spot, bro, like, I have a great story about him after, too. But me and him were splitting at the ones. And then a day or two later, I just kind of, like, pulled away to where, like, it was just me with the ones. And, like, I was starting right mm-hmm. so i'm like bro this is amazing like i just went through all this shit and i'm back on the football team i'm like and i'm starting right and on top of that they had they had me and hunter starting at kick returner like imagine how <laughs> fire that would be like opening day me and hunter at kick returner right and like so, so spring ball ended and i'm like bro i'm a starter going into camp like all i need to do is get through like two weeks and like bro i'm playing like college football bro like this shit's crazy so fall so like august comes around i get into camp practice day one goes good practice day two goes good first day of pads bro right we're doing it we're doing like a tackling drill and it's at like 75 percent. so like you're coming in like filling and driving your feet and mm-hmm. i remember my head coach was standing right there and i'm like bro i don't give a fuck if this drill 75 percent. i'm killing this kid right <laughs> So I go try to run in dumb hard and I put my head down and I hit him And bro. Like, I don't even know what happened. Like, I just remember I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
I just like I remember I snapped to it, and my head coach is looking at me, and he's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yo, do you need to come over here?" And I'm looking at him like, "What are you talking about?" Like, bro, I had no idea. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just remember whistle blow. I took two steps, and I don't know what. Like, literally, don't know what happened. I just remember my head coach standing there and me just blitzing this dude, like just trying to kill him. And um, I was standing there. He's like, you good? You good? And I'm like, yeah. And I remember like right after that, I'm like, like my, I like physically, bro. I felt like I was a million pounds. Like I felt like I had bricks on my feet. Like my shoulders and arms hurt so bad. Right. And like, I started to get that feeling again in my head with that shit where it was like, my brain felt loose and like, Bro, like, I don't know what that feeling is or, like, the reason behind that is. is. It's legitimately your brain is loose. Like, you, you bang that connective tissue and it stretches. And, and although it might rebound to a certain extent, anything, like, that's why they say fighters, like, if you've been knocked out a couple times, like, you have a weak chin, right? That's, like, the, 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 the saying. But yeah. it's, like, that's because that connective tissue is, is so loose now that your body automatically will dramatically fucking – fluctuate your blood pressure and shit and, and make you get knocked out with the hopes of it protecting your brain from eventually swelling and killing you. Right. So your, your brain now is able to fucking bang into the side of your head more and more with ease because that connective tissue is, is like a string. It's, it's, it's being stretched out. And even though it rebounds, it's never the same. Each time you get a concussion, it gets weaker and weaker and weaker. Mm -hmm. And it's like, your brain's literally loose. That feeling of, of feeling like when I know exactly what you're talking about it, you're walking and you can feel the water in your head and it feels like you're trying to balance it in there because like, if you move too far left or too far right, you get all these black spots and shit. Am I right? Like, for example, bro, like the last practice rep that I ever had, it was, we were at, we were, um, it was just the defense out and the offense was barrels. So like all mm -hmm. we were doing was go, is like going over like our blitz and like, we're like, we had to hit like a certain like gap or whatever and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, I remember I was blitzing, and I took a step. And, bro, I literally thought my fucking brain smacked off the front of my forehead, bro, for a second. I'm like, holy shit. And I remember I walked over to my head coach. I was like, coach, like, I'm, I'm not good right now. I was lying to you from before. So, I remember I walked over to the athletic trainer, and, like, they were putting me through tests and shit. And they're like, yeah, you failed the basic test. But it was dumb as hell. Like, they were like to me, they're like, I'm going to give you three words. And he's like, I'm going to ask you what those three words are in a minute. So like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, bro, I forgot the words right after he said them. Like, I didn't even know what the three words were. Sat there. He said no. And then he checked. And then he's like, yeah, that's wrong. And then he checked my eyes and like all this other shit. He was like, yeah, you got a concussion. So then after that, bro, like I knew I, I was so fucked up after that, though. Like that feeling of my brain loose lasted for weeks right mm -hmm. i remember like after that practice i said to my head coach i'm like listen like i don't know if i could play anymore and like i started to get really emotional and shit and he was like give yourself time to think about it and at that time when i was in camp i was my roommate for camp was the dude who i was splitting reps with initially at in spring ball so like me and him mm -hmm. were competing at the first spot so we didn't like each other we hated right. each other, bro. I'm talking like we were in the room together and like no words are being said at all, like the whole night. So long story short was, is I get back to my room after talking to um, my head coach about like me being able to like not being able to play or whatever. I go back to my room. And I remember I'm sitting down and I'm like, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm never going to play a snap again. 
And I remember I'm sitting on the floor, like just uncontrollably crying, bro. Like literally like my body was like shaking damn near. Like I'm on the floor bawling my eyes out. Next thing I know, my bedroom, the door opens up into my room and it's my roommate, Jermaine, the kid who like I was living with, who like we did, we hated each other. Right. And he came in, he like threw his bag down and shit. And like, he picked me up off the floor and like, he was sitting there like, just like, bro, like just embracing me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like giving me a hug or whatever. And like all this other shit. And like, bro, I was breaking down right there. And I remember I like, I, I like, I called my coach right after and all this other shit. But me and that dude, Jermaine, from that point forward, we became now at this point, bro, like that's probably one of my closest friends at this point. And like, it's crazy how our relationship went from we wanted to kill each other to like we be that moment right there, like really like made us close. Dude, uh, our, our episode before the the first one that we had you on, um, you know, social club wise, that's what we talked about, man. It's, it's never the people you expect that really support you the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. And it's like, and it's like, and it's like, um, at that moment too, like he could open up that door, bro. See me crying and shit, shut the door and leave. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, that he like, re- like, and he, and like, I don't know, bro. Like he just looked out for me. So like, but, um, so after that happened, like, bro, like that would probably became like the darkest, the darkest moment of my, like t- probably the darkest time, definitely the darkest time of my life, bro. Like there's a lot of shit. And, you know, and like, to explain too, to people why it's like, I, I I've obviously known Stone since before he was fucking born. Um, and it's like when you see, you know, people see the surface, right? Where it's like something that he's worked like intensely for his entire life. Now he knows it's over, right? Over at, at, at especially at such a young age, right? But that's only like one half of it. But now imagine the the one thing you love most in your life, right? Anyone listening to this, think about the number one thing that you love most in your life. Now it's, it's taken from you and you have no fucking say in it. You have no control. It's fucking taken, right? Someone's going to come in and take it, whether that's, you know, your, your career, your wife, your, your child, uh, you know, your passion, whatever it is, someone's going to take that from you. And then not only are they going to take it from you, but they're going to fucking literally put a blender like in your brain where your fucking emotions are and your fucking physical feelings. And it's going to be on fucking whenever it feels like it, it's going to go off. And it's like, now imagine dealing with losing the fucking, the thing that's most important to you. But now imagine also having zero control over your, your physical and zero control over like your emotions or like your mental health. Exactly. And now, now you tell me if you could fucking deal with that or if you would just fucking quit at all together at that point. I mean, uh-huh. that, that's, that's, no, I just don't want people to see the surface of this though. You know what I'm saying? I want people to understand like, yo, like. If you've ever had a real concussion, like, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But now yes. imagine having that shit where it lasts for months and months and months. And now in Stone's life, literally is going to last for the rest of his life. And it's like, you make a good point, too, because it was like, you know, you know, like at that time, like accepting that reality, bro. It was like, it was like, now I'm thinking in my head, right? Like, as soon as that happens, I'm like, now what am I going to do in my life? And it's like, in there, bro, like. There was times where it was like, I would, I would, I would get up, right? Mm-hmm. I would go, I would get up, I grab, I get changed, grab my book bag, and I start walking to class, right? I'll be mm-hmm. halfway to class in the middle of campus. I remember, I'll just start like, I'll start crying, but like, I'll, I'm talking regularly, like I'm regular, but I'm crying, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, bro, I'm starting to get, like, hella emotional. Like, it was, like, the more, like, I was crying. I mean, the more, like, the tears I was getting, the more emotional I'm getting. And that shit, mm-hmm. like, happened to me when I was walking to class. I remember one day, 
I started crying. I'm crying and I'm sitting there. I'm like, bro, like I'm about to smash something like, bro, like honestly, like I never had like a sense of rage come over me so bad, bro. Like I remember I'm sitting there. I'm like, bro, let someone just stare at me for more than a second. Like <laughs> I probably like, like I, and I remember I'm walking back to my dorm room, like, but it's weird. Like, cause it's like, your mind kind of plays tricks on you a little bit because it's like it does a hundred percent. Because I'm 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 feeling I'm I'm feeling like bro, I'm literally gonna kill somebody right now. But mm-hmm. then the back of my mind is telling me like, yo, just take a deep breath. You're hella emotional. And then the right. other side of me is like, what the fuck is going on? So it's and, like, and dude, Stone. So so, so for so people really, I really like. I think that this story is fucking insanely important, right? And it's like. Think of, of any documentary you've ever seen or something like that. Somebody who like loses, let's just use athletic career. That's what we're talking about. So let's use athletic career. Someone blows their knee out. And now think about the emotions that they deal with. All right, cool. I can never play, you know, the shit that I love or, you know, that I was committed to since I was five years old. I, I can't do it anymore. But that's hard enough for a person and their brain is functioning just fine. But now imagine it's a brain injury. Nobody can see it. They just see you, a, a, looks like a fully able-bodied athletic fucking super in shape male collegiate athlete right and now imagine fucking you you can't see the injury no one no one fucking understands the injury the injury is internal and then it's like now you're trying to process literally giving up something that you've you've dedicated your whole life to and in your fucking emotions are on a thousand and then they're gone then they're on a thousand and they're gone and it's like i just don't think people can grasp it bro like if you've mm-hmm. if you've never been there or dealt firsthand you know firsthandly with somebody who's actually been there it's fucking damn near impossible for like you to grasp how fucking crazy this shit is and it's like and and to to continue on what i was talking about too so i'm I'm having like these three different thoughts in my head like at the same time as i'm walking so it's like and then like i get back to my room and i remember the first thing that i saw was my humidifier like sitting right there and i just boom boom, boom. I'm just punching it, bro. Like literally it's, it's breaking into pieces, like water shooting all over the place. Right. I pick it up, bang, slam it right off the ground. Literally, bro. Punching my bed. Like I'm taking my pillows. I'm fucking throwing them, bro. Like I'm sitting there and I just remember, I just fucking yelled, bro, as loud as I could just sitting on the ground, bro. Like just fucking crying and I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, bro, like what the fuck is going on right now? You know? And like, and like, it's just like, and it's just sitting there eating at me, eating at me, eating at me. And then it's just like, you know, like, like I have nights, bro. where like, we're like, I'll just be, I'm trying to sleep. And then like, I'm sitting there all of a sudden, like my heart rate is going a million miles an hour. Like my, like I start picking up my breathing. Like I'm sitting there like, bro, like what the fuck is going on? I'm about to die. And then, like, at the darkest point in my life, bro, and, like, this is the first time I ever probably, this is the first time I ever said this before to anybody in my life. Like, this is talking about, like, parents and all, bro. Like, there was a time in my life where, like, I was sitting there, bro, like, trying to go to sleep at night. And there would be, like, this, like, thought in my head where it was just, like, where it was, like, I kept thinking I'm going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would wake up in the morning and I'd say to myself, like, I'm about to die today. Like, and, like, I have no explanation behind it, but, like, I kept, like, thinking, like, like, 
like I don't know how like bro it's like really hard to piece together like I remember I'd be sitting there and like I'd be in bed and like anytime like my like my heart would start going I'd be sitting there like I'm about to die I'm about to die and like I'd wake up with like fear every day of like I don't of like I don't know what the fear was was from or anything like that so it was like I'm dealing with those type of emotions I'm dealing with anger I'm dealing with the with the with the reality of not playing football no more. And on top of that, I'm also dealing with fucking the physical uh, symptoms of the concussion. Like, bro, headaches every day, migraines, physical pain. Like, bro, there's there was days on end where, like, my body physically couldn't roll out of bed. And it's like, you deal with all this shit, bro. And, like, at a point, like, your 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 mind is, like, like, it basically shuts down, bro. And, like, this is, like, and then, like, at one point, like, bro, like, I felt completely, like, just, like, defeated. And I'm, like, I'm saying to myself, I'm, like, bro, like, this is, like, I remember I said to myself, I'm, like, this is my, like, my life right here. I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to be just a nobody. I'm, like, I'm going to be sitting here talking about me playing. I'm going to be sitting here talking about me playing high school football. And then my career has ended. And that's it. And like I'm sitting there thinking my whole time, I'm like, bro, like, like I'm I'm a nobody, right? And then it's like, I went through like, bro, like I, that, bro, I'm shit. I'll tell you what, that, yeah. that point in my life was wild. And it's like, and it's like I dealt with it, dealt with it, dealt with it. And it's like I try to find ways to cope with it. Like I'll be straight up with like a lot of people too. Like I'll be drink, I was drinking and shit, getting drunk as fuck. Like I'll be straight up too. Like I was getting high too. Like just trying to find any outlet that I could to like distract my thought process from being so like fucked up. And it was like, and like honestly, bro, <clears throat> the way that I was able to like kind of battle through it and shit like that, and 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 come out the other end, or like I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a work in progress, obviously, but like for me to come out the end for like the major part of it, like was honestly communication, bro. It was like, it was like, cause like, I think the problem was, is like, I was holding shit in so much that like, that was why, that's why shit was driving me crazy. And it was like, and that's why like, you also brought up a good point too. In that one podcast you were talking about, when you were talking about like how like you're looking for a thrill and like shit like that, bro. I remember honestly, like I remember I was doing stupid shit, you know, just for like a thrill, just so like, I can get that feeling of like having that adrenaline rush. You know what I'm saying? Like dri- mm-hmm. being in a car driving fast and like, and like, you know, like just doing shit like that. And it was like, because bro, like, I just what, wanted, what like, people see. don't know stone, like a lot of people don't know. And it's like things recently with this nose surgery um, has led me to get like a lot of different like scans. And then which led for me to start to kind of look into my own like behavior and why I do certain shit. And uh, you know, even start like, you know, a whole therapy process. And I, I literally have not told anyone this, but like, I even was like now recently prescribed medication, right? Because it's like, everyone knows how super fucked up my face is. And it's like, the doctor made a joke. Like my first appointment is like, man, you know, if your bones look like this, I wonder what your brain looks like. <laughs> and I was like, scrambled eggs. Like, you know, I joke. Yeah. You have to joke about it all the time too. And it's like, it, I'm not going to lie. I muted my mic a couple times when you're talking, bro. Cause like, I, I started like getting emotional. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, you're somebody that I, I love to death, you know what I mean? And, uh, to, to know, um, like first handedly, like how, I don't even know if handedly is the right word, but to know first handed, like 
how it feels, um, you know, when you've, when you've had a concussion, things like that, and how, um, like, especially too, I, I was boxing in Europe, came back from Europe, and it's like, um, I, I was super detached, right? And, and I, I didn't really know why, um, but I was super detached. It's like, you know, it put a strain on my relationship at the time where it's like, I was told that I was on autopilot and that I was just kind of like fucking there and I would like take fucking five hours to fucking clean up a room or to do dishes and shit. And it's like, it, it hurts because it, you're, you feel like you're like, I don't want to say the word, you know what I mean? But you feel like you're like retarded, bro. Like, what the fuck is wrong yes. me? Because people are looking at you and like you have a fucking problem. Like you're dumb and you're not. And it's like, that's why I, with everything in my heart, I don't want my kids to box. I don't want my kids to fucking, to play football. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe genetically we're more susceptible to it because, you know, Hunter has symptoms and I support him, you know, and, and continue to play ball. Um, you know, I have, I have symptoms and it's like, I still want to box because it's, it's a passion of mine. Um, and it's like, I know that my, my symptoms are super, super mild and super intermittent. And it's like, it, they bother me enough <clears throat> to, seek help you know what i'm saying so it's like to know that you my shit comes and goes that yours is a daily like that shit sucks bro like i can't describe like how like bad i feel that you deal with this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i mean i mean it's it's tough but like you know like how i just basically like the way that I was able to just kind of, like, battle through it, bro, is just, like, I was just trying to, like, I was just trying to get my thoughts out there. And it was, like, you know, like, I would just, like, try to, like, find someone to talk to. Like, you know, like, I, I, like I'm like i a big person I trust and shit like that. And it was, like, like for me personally, bro, like, I probably hang out with, like, I hang out with Hunter. I got one other friend of mine. I got, like, one or two other friends. Like, I'm, I'm one of those people that that's, like, big on loyalty and shit and, like, you know, like I found people who I trusted and I communicated like kind of like my 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 feelings and my emotions too. And like when I got it out there and I put it out, it felt like literally like a weight lifted right off my chest, bro. Like I felt I felt like a sense of like freedom when I was able to do that. <clears throat> like I felt like I felt like um, it's almost like you just like you just keep shit caged in and like you just pop the lock, bro. And then like shit just kind of releases. And it was like, like, and it it makes me feel, and it makes me feel good to communicate. Like, even like right now, bro, like, like, like is, is emotional as it gets me to speak about it. Like it makes me feel ultimately better at the end of the day. And, Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, bro. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. when you like, I still deal with this shit. Like, obviously like I, like Mm -hmm. I I still deal with the anxiety. Like I still get the days where I'm depressed. I still get the, the, the physical pains and and the shit like that. But like, I'm, I'm just blessed to not be in the in this in the situation that I was in years ago with when I was in dealing with that and I'm able to find like the bigger picture behind it <clears throat> and like the thing was too was is like instead of instead of gearing my my like emotions and like my shit towards negative things and like things that don't have a benefit to me i said to myself like why don't i take that passion and that desire that i had for football and turn the same shit into coaching and still be in the game of football and i remember like i just like became a student assistant had a conversation with the coach at springfield and like has to hey like listen like i want to get into coaching like blah 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 you know and then they gave me the opportunity to 
uh kind of do like kind of just like quality control and like things like that and all that other stuff and it was like it was good because it gave me a responsibility and like even i was holding the scout cards at practice but like honestly the thing that i deal with that is my biggest hurdle that is the biggest thing that i deal with right now is just school bro and it's just like you know i'm at a very difficult point right now of like obviously taking last year off because like obviously i was coaching and shit like that but like you know i took that whole year off and like I have accommodations for school, bro. Like I could, I have like, I'm able to get extended time, extended test times on my, on my, on my exams. I'm able to have like a note card for my exams. And like, I get to meet with like tutors, like during my meet, during my tests and all this other shit. Long story short is bro. It's like, I do all this shit. And like, it's still like, I'll still fail a test or like, I'll still like, not like do something correct. And like, there was a point in my like there was a like a point at uh my lat like my junior year when I was where like I'm I'm burnt out, bro. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm working as hard as I fucking can. I'm working with tutors on a daily basis and doing all this shit and I still can't pass. Like I'm still failing tests. Like I remember I said to one of the, the uh academic coaches, I'm like, bro, am I just stupid? Like like what is going on with this? Like how like I get all this shit, but like I can't figure it out. And like, she was looking at me like, yeah, like, I don't know. And she's like, I don't really know what else we could do, blah, blah, blah. And like, and like, so like I deal with that. And like, there's a lot of classes that like, you know, that I had to drop and shit like that. So like, I can't, so like when I go back to school, bro, it's not, it's like, I have to like, no fuck around, like be locked in. And like, I understand that. And that's what I'm going to do. But like, what what, what defeats me mentally a lot of it is is just mm-hmm. the whole fact of like I try so fucking hard and I still can't get the grades that I want. And, and that's the thing, Stone is like like a couple things um, that I just want to touch on briefly is like uh, you know you you explained earlier on that in high school and shit you were too cool to study, too cool to do any of that shit, and still were super successful, right? You know academically, and then it's like you know another thing that me and Hunter, you know, obviously this this podcast I would I would probably tell people um you know it's more comedy based than anything um but in a lot of ways like hunter says it's the bipolar podcast you know and he says it all the time because like we'll we'll change gears so fucking rapidly from like something funny to something super serious and it's like the the stigma behind like like dudes like men fucking and and women you know but but more men than anything is like that that mental health stigma um is fucking is so prevalent yo for for dudes especially like like a more of an alpha dude like you never want to like admit this weakness because it's an invisible weakness it's something that's internal that you can't see you know nobody would have an issue if you lost your leg and you walked around with a crutch nobody would even think about it like they would think you're a badass for fucking being out here with one leg but yeah you know to have a, a internal uh you know like damage inside of your head that even through a fucking brain scan can only be seen like intermittently when it's triggered. It's like, it's, it's almost not fair. You know, the stigma attached to it. And, you know, another thing that that I just really wanted to touch on is, uh, you know, I'm not being a bitch when I fucking say, I don't want my kids to play football. Like June be awesome fucking football player. He loves football fucking, you know, did amazing when fucking, you know, he was getting ready for football and shit. And it's like, I, it's such an innocent thing, right? It's, you know, football, like that, that's what you put your boys into. If you have sons, they fucking, they play football. You know, if you come from fucking my house, you're, you're going to box. You know what I mean? Me and Lola were both fighters. Like, and it's, you would think that we would want our kids to fight. And you would think that, you know, I would push for the boys to be all involved in football. And it's like, 
it's such an innocent thing, but has such long-term repercussions. And I'm not ready to deal with that with my kids. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's hard enough, like I said, with like the super mild um, condition that, that I got diagnosed with. And it's like, that's maybe one-tenth of the things that you deal with on a daily basis. So it's like, I, I wouldn't wish the shit on anybody, even as, as mild as it is, I, I wouldn't. And you don't know, you're literally rolling the dice when you, you sign your kids up for a contact sport. You're, you're legitimately rolling the dice. Like there's, there's not enough, um, you know, they, they, you can put every safety precaution in place that you want, but there's, nobody knows enough. Um, and you, I don't think, of it, even eventually when we do know all about this shit, we do know all about CTE or concussions or TBIs, I still don't think there's anything that you can do because I essentially like humans are not made to fucking slam into each other at full tilt. Humans are not made to punch each other in the face, like no. repeatedly. It, it, it's, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I ultimately I have control over what, what my kids are going to be involved in. And, and at this point I fucking play football. I fucking box my ass off, you know, my whole life. And, and I, I have zero interest in putting my kids in that. You know what I mean? I would say, you know, I I was asked this question before, like, once you got kids down the road, like, would you let them play football? Um, I mean, honestly, like, like I, I I agree with you 100% on, like, everything you say. And, like, you're 100% not wrong. Um, I would say for me personally, I think I would still let my kids play football ultimately at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as, like, as much as, like, it's the the violence behind it and and the risks that that can happen like there's a high chance of death there's a high chance of 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 dealing with the shit that i'm dealing with obviously and like all that other shit um but dude like i think i honestly i just love this so much and like dude, when i think about it I too bro i completely agree with that part you know what and, i mean but but in the thing you know, to get, i guess some like, feedback for you is is like when i think about fighters when i think about football players like boxers shit like that like you're a fucking modern day gladiator bro like 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 those dudes right there like in society is is what majority of people are looking at as is like they're it and it's like and it's like you know like there's nothing else in this world really i mean obviously there's there's a lot of other stuff but like there's nothing else in this world that can give you the thrill the satisfaction you know like kind of the image that the that sports and it's like that right there i mean bro it's like i can't i can't not want my kids to like be like so i i think the experience is unmatched yes no no and and listen here's where i agree with you guys and then where i gotta give you some kickback right so where i have to give you some kickback is like i can't wait right for you guys to to have a uh hopefully a nephew right or give me a nephew i'm sorry a son so i can have a nephew um but the thing is, is like that, that's all great. Right. And I, I said the same shit when I was younger, like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like my kids are going to be fighters. I literally wrote on Lola's stomach in Sharpie, uh, Nicholas Walden, Jr. Uh, light heavyweight champion, future light heavyweight champion in the world. I wrote this in Sharpie. Right. And now it's like, you, dude, my fucking, the first time you bring your, your son to go get stitches, you know, cause he fucking busted his ass on a skateboard. Like the first time that fucking you're watching one of your kids get a cast because they broke a bone, like you start to think like, is any of that what I would consider to be ego based stuff 
worth it? Like, do you want to knowing, knowing what you know, experiencing what you experience, especially you stone on a daily basis, would you want this little innocent fucking version of you to have to endure that type of stuff when they can get the lessons of that? Like me and Hunter had this whole big debate on, on jujitsu. I've never been a grappler. You guys know that shit from Lions Den. I was not a fan of that shit. I did not give a fuck about them dudes that did it. It was nothing to me. Um, you know, I was a boxer. It was what it was. But the thing is, is like, I, I would rather my kids do that. You know, they could fucking still choke you fucking unconscious and fuck your ass up minus the brain damage. You know what I'm saying? Well, again, that's also another thing too, is just like, I think I also think about it in a point of view of where it's like, I am the person who I am today for a large portion am today because of football right, and i think right. i think i take that as is like that is like one of my biggest things that who's made me who i am because it's like bro let me tell you son when it comes from growing up bro like with you hunter dad and like just like the other sort of people who i've been around in my life like we're like you want to look soft at any point. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, That's a fact. like there was never a point in your life as you were growing up as a kid where like you wanted to look soft. Like I probably mm-hmm. like, bro, like think about the times where it was like, I remember a hunter will be like, yo, such and such was talking shit about you. Oh really? And then I go bang with him. And then you come and find out right after you fight him. Like, Oh nah, he wasn't, he was just, uh, he didn't say nothing. Like they, cause you just, he just wanted you to fight. And it's like, mm-hmm. but it's like little things like that too. It's like, you never wanted to look soft because the minute you look soft, you get made fun of, and like people will try to bu- people will try to buck you, people will try to bitch you, and like all but that I just sort think of shit. Things are things are different now, Stone. Where it's like, what was the thing to do for my generation, followed by your generation, is not necessarily the thing to do now. It's like, did you do personally? Do you think that somebody who, if Fortnite existed back when you were fucking in middle school and shit, do you think that you would be playing fucking Fortnite? No, nah, because I probably couldn't Not afford a, a system. Well, anyways, dickhead. I think, like, <laughs> legitimately, you would be like, yo, nah, fuck that. Because we had, we had like, our cousin Ashley. She used to play that RuneScape shit and Dungeons & Dragons. We'd be like, that shit is corny. You are weird. We would go off, right? But the thing is, like, yo, that's actually what all these kids are doing now. Like, you, you don't see so many J.O. boxers anymore. Like, you don't see a bunch of people bringing their kids the silver mittens, the silver gloves, and the J.O.s. You, you, it's just not, it's, not it's like just when we were growing up. be, like, streamers and stuff now a lot of times and stuff like right. that, too. So which things is... have changed. So it's like, I, I have no problem just adapting to the shit. And it's like me, I'm just implementing my own thing where it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, you might be some rah-rah fucking kid, you, you know, whatever. And it's like, if you want to bring that type of fucking energy towards my kids, all right, great. Well, fucking... Are my kids going to know how to fucking use their hands? Of course. But it's like if fucking one of my kids fucking grabs you by your, your shirt and fucking cross collar chokes you till you're unconscious, bro, same fucking result for me. Like whether they punch you in your mouth and knock you the fuck out or they fucking put you to sleep by fucking choking you unconscious, it, 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 to me, it's the same outcome. And it's like me, I know that I'm putting the kids at, at significant fucking like dramatic drop in fucking in, in like adverse things that can happen to their 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 brains, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like, like you're and like, like I'm saying, like you know? like I'm saying, like you're not wrong at all. Like mm-hmm. like you're like you're you're spin facts. Um I don't know. I think it's just also like I said too, like I think it's just also another thing too is like I've just always been exposed to like it's either like really sports or it's like really mm-hmm. like really not much else. Cause like other than like you, like I, like I thinking back as a kid growing up and shit like that, like 
other than knowing athletes and like shit like that, like I had no idea what like a real job was. Right. And it was right. like, I like, you know what I'm saying? And like, I always just thought in my head, like if you wanted to be a millionaire, if you wanted cars, clothes, jewelry, all this other shit, like you had to be an athlete and shit like mm. that. And it was like, if not, then like you're just a regular let, nine to five. Let me, and it was let like, me ask you this though, right? So just just to give you a little bit of kickback with perspective, right? Because you guys are my brothers, and I, and I, I would honestly, ideally, I would like to not change your mind, but maybe give you a, a wider view, right? So think back, lines then, right? Fucking at its height when shit was fucking booming. The gym was like literally the baddest gym in fucking all of New England, maybe further, right? Remember those days? Yeah. Okay. Who who was the batter man? Frank Latina, the jiu-jitsu coach, or John Scully, the boxing coach? Who's ba- who is the better man? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Right now, now it's skewed. So now it's like, okay, someone drops their kid off fucking, you know, to box or play football. And I drop my kids off to, to Frank to fucking to learn how to do jiu-jitsu. Who's, whose kid is the, the you know, in, from the, the point of view you guys are coming from, whose kid is the fucking, the, 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 the dominant one? Whose kid is the one that's going to fucking, and are the lessons learned through both of those fucking, those sports and upbringing, are those lessons synonymous? Me personally, I would say they're the same. They're the same fucking lessons, the same fucking things that, the life lessons that you get from sports, um, whether it's jujitsu or it's boxing, I feel like those are the same. And I'm just, I think they are. No, 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 no. They 100% are both boxing, like boxing, football, and like all these combat sports, bro. They're all, they all kind of give like the same, the same sort of like lessons. Like, bro, we all have that moment where we first got punched in the face. And mm-hmm. like, I remember the first time I got punched in my face, I started acting like a bitch. And then guess what? <laughs> That same dude who punched me in my face, he, he never beat me up a day again in his life. And, like, every day I'll come to the gym, I'll try to make his life live in hell. Even if, like, mm-hmm. we were just – even if we, we were just working on jabs, like, I'm a mate. So, like, if you're talking about – if you're talking about Dayton Romano, I'm pretty sure he listens to the podcast. Who? Dayton Romano. Is that who you're referring to? No, nah, that's not He was I'm your sparring partner to. when you were younger, so – I, I thought I'm pretty sure he listens, but shout out to Dayton Romano. I'm pretty sure I think Dayton just got married, so congratulations, dude. Nah, that's not who I'm talking about. But <laughs> okay, like, I I just make his life a living hell every day. I stepped in the gym because it was like, bro, like you punched me that one time in my face and you made my nose bloody. Like, bro, that's not happening again. Right, and it's so like, it's... and it's like that that mindset of me like always saying to myself like, there's not a motherfucker who's gonna who's gonna out who's going to outman me or there's not someone who's going to outdo anything that I can do. And it was mm-hmm. like that mindset right there, like, like it has its pros and its cons, but like, I'm, I feel like I'm blessed to have that mindset because mm-hmm. I feel as if like, no matter what situation I put myself into, I always feel like I'm going to come out on top or the way that I want it to go. And like, I think that's also like a like like sports, bro, and those combat sports, bro. Like they they give true lessons behind shit. Right, and I definitely agree with that. So I mean, just to to kind of reel everyone in, right? We brought everybody out literally into into deep water, um, you know, for like an hour based on on how we you know how how we perceive you know the the situation in which that you know you're going through, and it's like it's something that you're never gonna be able to outrun, right? It's something that you're gonna deal with forever. Um, and now taking whether, whether we agree or disagree on the lessons moving forward, whether or not fucking something is, is best or not best, you know, for kids, et cetera. Um, 
I, what I really would like to finish on, um, you know, if you don't mind, is talking about how you took all these negatives that were stacked up against you and you took that drive. And I know you spoke on how you, you started helping coach and learning how to be a, a coach at fucking at Springfield. But then you, you took that even further and that kind of leads into, to where you are now. So, so if you can, um, you know, walk us through fucking what happened after all the adversity um, and what you did leaving Springfield um, and what came next. Um, so, yeah. So after that, like, you know, I got involved with the, stu- with the student assistant stuff. We'll do like quality control and things like that. Um, and like the, good, the, 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 the positive behind it was, is this is also like another thing that I never talked about before either um, was the head coach at Springfield. He was, he was the first person that I ever seen in my life. Like, be in a position that I wanted to be in. And like, he gave me like the perspective of like, like, obviously I don't know his whole personal life, but like he gave me the perspective of what a normal person in my, in like, in the position that I want to get to should be like, you kind of understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And like seeing him like that, I'm like, bro, like, why can't I be like that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I remember saying there, I'm like, why can't I be the head coach of a football team run my meetings, create a certain mindset for, like, players and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck can't I do that? I'm like, I'm more than capable and, like, all this other shit. So it, like, that little bit of motivation right there, like, it, like, kind of, like, kicked me up in overdrive because now I'm saying to myself, like, I had this thought where it was, like, life is all perspective, and it's, like, how you look at it. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're going to sit there, and, and, and fucking sit there all day and be like, holy fuck, my life is terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, you're going to be stuck in that same fucking position that you're in right there to the day you die because you mm-hmm. have that mindset. And like, for me personally, like I'm sitting there, bro. I'm like, I need to, I need to like literally force like my mind to change its thinking. And I remember I'll sit there and like, I'll, like, like, I'll do some weird shit at first where like I'll wake up in the morning and, like, I'll sit there and just hold a smile for 30 seconds. Like, I'll do some weird shit like that, bro, just to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like make myself feel a good way. And, like, and like I would just do shit like that. And, like, like I look at shit differently. Like, I'll look at my homework and be like, this is te- a practice leading up to the game. And, like, my game is my test or, like, my quiz. And, like, I looked at shit in a different way and, like, like in like literally taking my negative thoughts and like turning them into something positive and like that's huge like bro like waking up in the morning and shit like thinking to myself like like I don't know bro like it's weird like and like I do I like I just do weird like do weird shit to make my like and like change my thought on it like for example like I used to always hate doing my laundry bro like but mm-hmm. like I remember like little shit where it was like I'll like set an alarm for myself and like I force myself to get up. And like when I would do it, like a little, a little, like a little chore like that made me feel so much better about myself. So and what like, people don't know about, about um, anything with like CTE or, or any, any type of like brain uh, injuries. And this even goes for people who just have like, uh, like a diagnosed clinical depression or bipolar or any of that stuff. Um, your dopamine receptors are what can offset that. Right. So it, it sounds to me like you're saying a lot of the shit that I kind of thought was bullshit, but I, I'm a believer now. 
um, you know, with me starting to, to talk to somebody and have my own like treatment program, it's like they, they recommend um, like checklists because every time you check something off of a checklist, not only are you remembering it, cause you're probably going to fucking forget, um, but your, your feeling of accomplishment um, is consistent throughout the day. So it's like, like you're saying this stuff is making me, you, you've literally brought me through like 18 different emotions in this whole like interview. And it's like, uh, you know, now I'm, I, I feel better because it's, I know that you have the answers, whether you develop those on your own, whether you got it through different forms of treatment, whatever it's your, your sense of accomplishment on a daily, even if they're small goals, they, they trigger the same, um, part of your brain that fucking releases dopamine, which is like the happy chemical. And it, it, it's literally, you're, you're speaking verbatim to this thing that, that this, um, you know, mental health therapist person was telling me, and I was like, that is such bullshit. And then but, I started doing it. I'm like, damn, okay, I get it. But what's crazy to think about it too is bro. And like, this is, this is like, <clears throat> this is kind of why like I have the mindset that I have too is, is because it's like, I was able to like figure out how to battle through this shit like like i'll like it also too this is also something else i didn't tell you like mm-hmm. i remember like my head coach kept telling me like i want you to go talk to somebody i want you to go talk to a therapist blah 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 whatever so i ended up signing up for uh like a like a therapy session or whatever mm-hmm. and um i remember i walked into the waiting room of the shit that i was that like of like the office or whatever for the therapy office mm-hmm. i remember i sat down and i'm like I'm like, bro, what the fuck am I doing right now? And like, I remember I was sitting there and I was like, and like, this is not like a right mindset to have. Like, like, like I, be- I want hundred percent believe that people should, should go and get like mental health treatment, like professional mental health treatment, like the shit works. Like, mm-hmm. but for me personally, like, I don't know what it was. I remember I sat down and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Like, why, mm-hmm. like, like, why am I sitting here right now? Like doing this and like, I just like, like I got up and I walked out and the lady's like, where are you going? I just kept it pushing. Like, I didn't say <laughs> nothing. Like I just walked so, out. And, so uh, now I will finish. And then I got a little bit of pushback for you. I'm not saying I disagree, but I have just, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, bro, like I got to figure this out. And like, like, like it just naturally came to me after that moment on how to deal with like what I was dealing with kind of sort of thing. And it was really weird. And like, but like, but it makes me think now it's like going through what I went through, there is nothing else that I'm probably going to face that is as hard as what I dealt with of, Mm. of dealing with the, the, you know, like the self-destruction and like dealing with all that other shit. Like, yeah, like I'm going to hit huge bumps down the road and like, there's, there's shit that's going to happen. But I feel like me being able to get myself through this situation, like, gives me the mindset of where, like, there's nothing that I can't get through and there's nothing I can't do. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, that's how I think about it. So I, I agree with you, right, on, on certain aspects of it because it's like, um, let, let's just use fucking just, just me as an example because I can really only speak for myself. I can't speak for what works for you or what works for others, right? But it's like me, um, nothing, no situation that I put myself in over, like, the past 10 years has been, like, conducive to anything that I had going on internally. Right. So it's like, I was surrounded myself with yes, men. I know we touch on this, like every other podcast, but I literally surrounded myself with like, yes, men who, um, normalized everything that was stupid that I was doing. 
and it made me feel like I was making the right decisions. And eventually I got to a point recently where I didn't want to do this, get help shit and none of that stuff. I, I was a hypocrite where I would tell people, yeah, if you need help, get help. But I felt like I didn't need help. Right. So fast forward, it's like, I, I'm in a position now um, as a father of three, as a person who is like actively trying to, to work at, at rebuilding their marriage to, to what it, it should be. Um, I feel like I'm at this point now where I don't have time for like trial and error, right? So where it's like down the road, you, you're, you potentially, and I don't know if this is a fact, but you potentially might run into hurdles, right? And when you reach those hurdles, you're going to try certain things, some of which might work the first time, some of which might work the third time, some of which might never work ever. And it's like now I hit a point where at, at you know, I'll be 30 this year, where the things that I was trying were... Um, were hurdles that I, I couldn't have, I didn't have the answers for Like I couldn't necessarily figure it out. And it was taking a toll on, um, you know, my relationship with, with my wife, it was taking a toll on, uh, you know, the, the act, the active level of, um, you know, being a father. And these are things that like, I honestly like hold fucking super close. Right. It's like, I pride myself in being a father, I pride myself in, you know, trying to be the best husband that I could be, which I, I haven't for a long time. Um, and it's like, now I just reached a point where I don't, I don't have any more time for trial and error. So it's like, I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, like I need to fucking talk to somebody who's going to tell me what the fuck is the answer. Because I, I don't have time to keep fucking doing this math. I, I, I can't figure it out. And I feel that. Yeah. By me trying to figure it out, I'm fucking it up. So rather than me keep finger fucking this shit, like I'm trying to fuck, like I'm trying to be fucking a, a great father, a great husband, a great brother, a great friend, a great dude. So, you know, if there's somebody that's going to get on the other end of like a video chat and like dude, this is it. Boom, 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 boom. Hey man, unfortunately, sorry, your brain's not fucking wired correctly. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, plus you spent fucking, you know, years of getting it punched in. Um, you know, you got to take this pill in the morning. Sorry. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. But I think about it. I'm like, all right, cool. Since I started actually buying in, I haven't, I haven't changed. Like I talked to Hunter all the time. He could tell you I haven't changed. I'm still the same dude. I just feel like now I'm, I'm, equipping myself with the tool to uh, to 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 fuck like i'm not trying to finger fuck the situation through life and push away the people i love because i'm too stubborn to to get help so i'm just saying i'm not saying that you ever will but if you ever are in the position where you can't figure this shit out and it's taking a toll on people around you bro fuck it like there's nothing wrong with asking somebody for the answers or asking somebody to guide you to the fucking answers you know what i mean mm-hmm. it just kind of is what it is you know what i mean yeah i feel you no that's a fact honestly because like you know, you definitely do. I definitely do get those points sometimes where, like, shit's on my brain where it's, like, I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and I can't figure out no solution to it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, a never-ending – it's, like, a never-ending battle with something. And, right. From what I could gather just from from how I perceive your life, and I could be 100% wrong, is, like, the decisions you make kind of don't really have much of an impact on anybody but yourself, right? But it's, like, dude, you start mixing three kids, a dog, a wife – you mix all that shit in and like you're pissing off everybody and the dog. You're like, damn, like, okay, <laughs> I need to figure yeah. something out. I, I don't have time anymore to try to figure it out myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, I feel that a hundred percent. And that's just me, bro. Like I, I used to not even believe mental health was a thing. I thought it was a scapegoat. I was like, me either. No. I thought the same shit. And I'm like at a point now where it's like, yo, like, like, fuck it. If I got somebody that's like, Hey dude, like make a list for yourself. Fucking check the shit off. You'll feel a lot better. I'm like, man, fuck that list. I make that list. I'm like, God damn, I'm getting a lot of shit done today. I'm fucking, I'm doing shit. Like, I'm like, I feel pretty great. I'm like, oh shit, this fucking asshole on the other end of the phone is right. This motherfucker, you know what I mean? And it's whatever, prove me wrong. So now I'm just fucking, I'm just rocking with it, you know? Facts. 
you know. Man, I didn't yeah. even have nothing to say this episode because you guys were doing a pretty good job. So I was just glad to sit here and listen to it. So Nah, man. And, and I appreciate it, man, because honestly, it was your idea. Me and you were bullshitting. We were going to just do an episode today and continue the viewer submissions, right? And then he's like, yo, like fucking, dude, me and Stone were here. Let's fucking, yo, what if we had Stone on? That'd be cool. And I was like, yeah, we could break his balls. And then it like, it just led one thing to another. And it's like, honestly, it, it just shows, you know, you you guys are kind of been that are listening and have kind of been following everything that I've been going through from fucking relationship to family shit to work shit to to everything right and then you know Hunter's journey through what he's got going and and you know decisions he has to make by Monday and you know like there's a lot of different shit that we we openly share with the people who listen to this and it's like now we've included our brother and it's like yo like my life is real like shit really happens to people and yo like fuck it like it, it's just you you have to figure out what works best for you to work through it and it's like you know me i feel like things are are going well for me um you know career career wise um relationship wise family wise like personally i think things are are on the up hunter um you know he he showed you he he's dealing with you know all this red tape in regards to visas and travel and contract shit and stuff like that and he's still fucking making the best out of it and moving forward our brother Stone that we just introduced you to, or if you've been a listener since, you know, back before, um, you know, it was a social club and those boys in the attic. It's like, dude, like he, he's dealt with, you know, major adversity and overcome it to a point where now he's extremely successful in the path that he wants, you know, by, you know, just turning, just turning 22. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, like, we're not perfect. We've definitely fucked up a lot of shit along the way, but it's like, you got to be able to bounce that type of shit off people and then surround yourself with people who are trying to progress in the same way. So it's like, yo, I know my brothers are trying to progress. I know that the people that I fuck with on a daily basis are trying to progress. And it's like, that that's probably the first step, man, is just removing the fucking people who are yes-manning you and being able to openly talk about shit and just find out what works for you, whether that's a therapy thing, whether that's grinding like fucking Hunter, whether that's fucking, you know, your pride is, is helping you like Stone whatever the fuck works for you it, it's like you just don't stop progressing if you stop progressing then you're you're already dead you know what i mean it's what the fuck are you doing exactly you just give yourself the, the the proper support system and like that's also another topic that we didn't touch on and that's something i could go on for hours about but you know just surrounding yourself with the right people is, is also a huge thing too you know there's a lot of times where you could be you could be stuck in a situation or like a relationship where like you don't realize what you're doing until like mm-hmm. or 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 what's going on until like you really take a step back and like and like really realize like what's going on and like it's either like you either get that or you don't you know what i'm saying with that type of like of, of like outlook on a lot of shit so like i'd say like just surround yourself with people who are supportive and people who do the right things and like that's also a huge component of this type of shit too in life yeah it, it's wild like to I was just about to kind of try to close the pot out by saying that, like, I'm, I'm extremely proud of fucking, you know, you guys and, and where you guys started as fucking little asshole, little kids, little brothers of mine to fucking the young men that you are. It's like the, the accomplishments are, are, they speak for themselves. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm happy, you know, I don't have to have a relationship. You, you don't have to have a relationship with your brothers or your sisters or, or any of the shit, but it's like, I, I choose to like my brothers are, are also my friends. And it's like, I'm also very fucking happy at what they've accomplished. And 
I'm very grateful, you know what I mean, that I don't have, you know, a piece of shit brother that's out fucking off and doing dumb shit. You know what I mean, I actually probably was that brother for a while and then fucking had to reel myself back in. But, you know what I mean, I, I'm happy, dude, super grateful, you know what I mean, that fucking we started in this fucking shitty ass fucking apartment in the Carabettas and we all fucking turned out pretty great, man. So I'm, I'm who'd ever very, think that, who'd ever think that, yeah. 10, that 10, 15 years ago, this would be happening. Nah, nah, I'm I'm just oh, very no. excited to see. I'm super excited to see what the fuck is going to happen next. Um, you know, what decision Hunter is going to make by Monday and where he's going to play ball. You know, Stone's upcoming season. You know, me deciding whether or not I'm going to fucking re-enlist or fucking, you know, try my fucking hand out in the world. It's just the fucking shit is endless, man. And, and keep listening because you're going to see where the fuck we go. And if one of us starts to fucking stray off too, too far, we're definitely going to keep each other accountable. So. You know what I mean? Definitely fucking, uh, we, sub- we appreciate the support. It's fucking, you know, through the roof. And we, we hope that fucking us being super genuine with everybody actually helps. You know what I mean? We're there, not kicking bullshit, so. Yes, sir. That's all Do I you got. blow your nose? No, I'm fucking, I'm sick. That's fucking oh stone. <laughs> all right. Well, fucking, fuck both of you. Um, thanks, fucking assholes. Now the 9,000 people or whoever that are going to hear this, you heard me fucking get all choked up. I cry. Fuck it. It is what it is. It, you know, fuck you. There's none of you out there that could probably beat me anyways. Let's like real chuck- yo, real men yeah, cry. Yeah, it was like fucking Chuckle Dumb out there listening. Title of the- <laughs> real men cry. Piece of shit. Here we go. Anyways, well fuck you both. Fucking uh I'll hit you guys after this. But Stone, honestly, man, thanks for coming on, dude. If we could have you fucking as much as possible, dude, we would honestly love to. We know we say like off the wall shit that is frowned upon and you're uh dealing with kids. So we know you can't be on every episode, but dude, if we can get you on more often, dude, I would I would honestly love to catch up with you. Yeah, I could definitely do that. Um, I could definitely find some time to hop on, whatever and shit like that. So yeah, we'll just try to keep like the the crazy talk down to a minimum, so the school doesn't fucking fire you. Keep it a uh, uh, PG thirteen <laughs> slash R. Yeah, that that'll work. That'll work. No MA. It, no MA no, or X rated. X rated. X rated or MA. That's like, like when anyways. they used to be on those late night HBO uh, shows at night too. Sometimes I, I remember no that. idea what you're talking. I'm hanging up. Hey, fuck you both, man. I'll fucking talk to you guys in a little bit. All, All right. right, stay black. All right, peace. Assalamualaikum. Love and applesauce.